The Euroallegiance podcast is brought to you in part by the generosity of our wonderful Patreon supporters. Visit patreon.com forward slash the Euroallegiance podcast for bonus episodes, behind the scenes content, merchandise and more. Now, let's get to this week's show. Welcome to episode 24 of the Eurolegions podcast, which is now becoming the Cosmic Legions Eurolegions podcast due to the Four Horsemen's uh, Cosmic Legions Wave 4. Um, tonight, joining me, we have Mal. How are you, Mal? I am good, thank you. Um, yeah, looking forward to talking about the stuff we're going to talk about tonight. It Very should be good. a fun one. Unfortunately, Rich couldn't make the recording this week, so you've just got the two of us. So we're going to try and keep you entertained uh, with a, a little uh, talk back through what we saw at PowerCon, uh, followed by uh, the Oxcrew Wave, Wave 4 of Cosmic Legions, Oxcrew Book 1, Thraxon. That sounds pretty exciting, Malha. Uh, yeah, yeah, Um Without giving too much away before we start talking about it, I I was pretty pleased with what what we were given, what we were shown. Well, that's good. You are our uh, let's say our heaviest uh, Cosmic Legions fan, even though we're all pretty big fans. But uh, you're uh, particularly taken with Cosmic Legions, so I think people are interested to hear what you say about it more so than me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. I think I think uh, Rich is getting quite caught up in the idea of his uh, customs, though, isn't he? <laughs> well, I think that's just how he rolls, you know, isn't it? Yes, yeah. for sure, for I think, sure. I think we just don't know it because uh, you know, over the last year or two, we weren't doing this show, so we we didn't get to get deep into Rich's factions. This was all his, you know, his own thing. <laughs> now he's yes, sharing yes, it with sure. the community through this. So uh, I think we're all better off for it, and we're all uh, much more aware. <laughs> Of what goes on. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, for sure. So uh, yeah, that was uh, the Four Horsemen had a really great weekend by the looks of it in uh, PowerCon in uh, Columbus, Ohio. So they did uh, 
from what I saw online, they did a panel on Friday it, at PowerCon. So PowerCon was last Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And Friday was a really big day for them. So they did a panel during the day at the con where they talked a lot about um, uh, one six shooter. Big shout out to him. He live streamed it on Instagram. That's how I caught a good bit of it. So that was awesome. He was right up near the front there and he got us a great uh, Instagram live, scene, live stream. So thanks a million, Trevor. Uh, you're going to get a few shout outs, I fear, in this episode uh, due to your work on the on the wave as well and the amazing pictures. But uh, so uh, they had a good chat about uh, themselves and, you know, they had a, an interesting panel. Jeremy was at a lectern kind of fielding questions and the horsemen were behind him answering the questions. And they even had uh, Val Staples, who was ringing corn by about some logistical issues with the with the Demistrius figure and the famous cloaks <laughs> during the show, during that uh panel and he actually answered the call live on air much to everyone's amusement <laughs> i'm sure val staples in particular <laughs> but uh, that's how he goes uh i'd say uh cornby just does what cornby wants which is uh fair enough he's allowed yeah i think he's earned it <laughs> he's earned it yeah exactly so uh they did the panel then uh that panel so the kind of you know general con panel where they're talking about a particular topic and they did a little tease at the end of the first reveal for uh, their panel or their live reveal show online later that evening with the live audience. So a little bit of a G-Con vibe to that. That was very cool. And uh, and then they also uh, had the two days uh, of selling their figures, including the amazing two Cosmic Legions early uh, releases from Wave 3, which is Operative 83, and Scourge, which look fantastic <laughs> and make me feel very FOMO, but I also know I have them on pre-order and I just need to breathe into a paper bag for a little bit and then I'll yes. be good. I'm, I'm, I was the same. It's sort of, yet again, it's something that you sort of, you see in pictures of it going, it's even better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, I need it. <laughs> yeah, the paint is fabulous i love when when there's a really kind of punchy paint scheme be it operative 83 obviously is very loud and you know that's a particular scheme that we all know from many faces and they've you know dialed it up to 11 and uh with the cosmic and with the kind of metallic and the brightness and it's just fantastically done to their usual standard i think that we're kind of take for granted now but you know it is amazing still when you see it and coming off a factory paint job, you know, it's factory paint job as much as we all love our customs and people do brilliant paint jobs. The full figures painted well from the factory still really get me kind of uh, excited and impressed. And then Scourge is amazing, this giant green dragon. <laughs> I love it. I just love the green is my favorite color, of course. And then, you know, the shading and dragons i love dragons it's just every single box it's kind of trying not to order another 10 is my <laughs> issue understandably we're seeing a lot of people show it off with the dragon head which as i say it's yeah. understandable because that's the new that's the new piece, piece yeah i just love that Kragnar head I yeah mean, he's he, yeah mine's 
the Kragner Here's the Kragner head. Very good. Yeah. So we can have ours side by side at a booth one day. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. it, <laughs> <laughs> you, I'll display the dragon, you display Kragnar. But again, that's another reason to get to. And, uh, you know, it's a stop, stop, stop. But, you know, what a great sculpt. And that is the size of figure that is, of course, people have repainted the trolls. And, the, you know, there is crazy people out there and brilliant people out there. But repainting a figure the size of Kragnar is tough. That is a real, you know labor of love you know i don't think i'll ever do it no i don't think so either you know a head maybe yeah you know if the, if you were to either him or arachagor get a, a it was a cool third party head to match or you know if another of that type of figure comes out eventually with a different head maybe painting one to match scourge or whatever that might be a fun project but a full repaint oof, tough 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 so that was the four horsemen and obviously the community was uh alive and loud and you know we being right in the middle of that community following the cabal along all the time and you know the different people and we're friends obviously directly probably on facebook with a lot of people in the cabal and we have the instagram account for the podcast and our own instagram account so we got a very four horsemen centric view i think a legion's view of the power con it looked really amazing my wife is going to kill me guys were there pete was there doing his thing he was he was really awesome con pete it's awesome to see steve was there selling his heads as usual matt rodriguez was there from uh, defenders of eden armies of ashmore sitting in the back drawing pictures (laughs) (laughs) a very good picture of uh yeah he did a great picture of his sleeping arrangements (laughs) they posted on their podcast group that was uh or that he posted on the podcast group for My Wife's Gonna Kill Me. It's worth worth checking out. I'll leave it at that. (laughs) But it made me laugh for more than a minute. (laughs) And also, as I texted you uh, and Rich, it made me feel better about our potential sleeping arrangements. And And Matt, if we have a space, you're you're welcome in our room. (laughs) I assure you it'll be better than that. Yeah, yeah, I'd hope. <laughs> None of us, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So tell us, uh, Mal, what did you see then at PowerCon on top of uh, Legions? That's maybe yeah, worth so mentioning before we go into our main topic of tonight, which is obviously uh, the Ox Crew. The reveals. Yeah, so, yeah, as you say, the non-Legion stuff, there was a few things. Um Big one, the the one that really caught my eye, and I think you guys have sort of mentioned to you before, I'm quite intrigued by it, was the Marshal from Ramen Toys, which, of course, is uh, the the Love Bravestar. I love Bravestar, yeah. Yeah, and seeing it painted up, and I think that was a factory exa- uh, sample that he was on, that was on display, just looked so, so stunning. So and, good, clean, almost yeah. fits with the... Cosmic space Cosmic cowboy type of thing, you know. Exactly, yeah, that was it. That was it. Um then again Ramen Toys there there He Man and Skeletor, the seven inch figures that uh I forget the guy's name, but the uh, you know, the owner of Ramen Toys was saying he wanted to get approval from Mattel to produce them officially. Um they were cool, they had a slightly different look to you normally see for both characters. Was that really serious, do you think, in terms of, or was he there to 
kind of provoke Mattel a bit. No, I he, think he, I, I think I genuinely think he because he, he has done a couple of things where he's gotten the license. I okay, can't remember what off the top of my head. But, but these uh, seem very in line with uh, what they they're currently like doing. Masterverse, didn't they? Yeah, which... and I know that Super Seven kind of got the license hoiked because nothing Super Seven did, but because uh, Mattel eventually wanted to do Origins, and but I mean Mondo, Mondo do have. A license as well, so the yeah, but that's six scale in the price range is yeah, a lot yeah. out of. Maybe these we'll are see. going to be at a particular price range. Like, I guess if these come at the Mezco price range, you know, then sixty to ninety to a hundred. Mm. Uh, maybe that's just possible. a different product category in, in Mattel. Maybe they just think I mean, of it like that. Pro- product category. You, yeah, sorry. If you if you look at the prices of their other items. They all tend to be more that sort of price. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, so so I think that's kind of maybe what they're aiming for, and yeah, maybe that's how it gets it gets done. And it's an import company, so it's not going to yes. end up at retail, particularly no, no. in America. It's, so. it's yeah, that's it. It's always going to be a, a more niche market. Um, Defenders of Eden showed off. Uh, one of the uh, a, a sample of a character that was teased potentially as part of the Kickstarter, which was Venuja, which was a sort of aquatic uh, lizard. Um, yeah, and that, that was great. painted up. Oh, it looked incredible! It looked uh, possibly the best of the figures they've done so far. <laughs> um, painted by Steve Bashotti. Yeah, that uh, was uh, that was uh, very cool for him to yes, you yeah. know, paint a prototype for a toy line that's another feather in the cap there steve so yeah for sure very impressed ah, he's a he's a fantastic artist as well oh he is oh that's for sure there's yeah. no denying that but it's still uh you know there's a lot of fantastic artists that don't get oh, to yeah. paint prototypes so i think oh, uh, for sure it's great great for him yeah then the other one that keeps catching my eye every time anything's teased about it and seeing a bunch of stuff was the cyberzoic line Oh um, yeah, it, that will be. Is, I can't wait for to see those guys at Legion's Con. They were great to chat to at, Le- at the last Legion's Con, and they might even have a bit more stuff that I'm interested in this year. And it will be difficult to, in the euphoria of Legion's Con, to to leave something resist. on their table. Yeah, yeah. I, I, as I, again, I've said to you, Rich, I I am slightly nervous about that one because. Whilst I think that, you know, the Beast of the Mesozoic stuff is great and the dinosaurs look incredible and there's no doubt they're probably the best of dinosaur figures you can buy. Oh, yeah. If these if these were sold at my local kind of collector store, I'd probably grab one or two every now and then. But yeah, I wouldn't they, ship one across the world. But yeah. that's no offense to them, you know. No, that's no. just no, kind no. of, if they're a little bit easier available for me, and I'm not talking about retail or anything like that, but just yeah. a little bit easier even as easy as yes. legions yes um but yeah the cyberzoic stuff they just start adding that that sort of futuristic element and, and that just uh, yeah, yeah. It reminds you a bit of uh dino riders yeah it reminds me of dino riders for sure I, I actually still had one of them until very recently when i just decided to they go for a good uh they go for good money so i'm not surprised if you 
managed oh, to sell it for a good it. price. I don't know where it is. I think I just gave it to a charity shop. Oh my goodness, Ma. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. We have we have the opposite of rich here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have my moments. Um, this is how nice then, nice is how nice Mal is. He gave a three hundred dollar <laughs> uh, dinosaur to a charity shop. I don't think it was right. I don't okay. think it was one. He probably didn't have all the bits. To be let's fair, be honest. Was, um, but yeah. Ooh, so moving on <laughs> before oh I cry. <laughs> um, uh, the other thing, Operation Monster Force. The more we see of that, it looks. Oh like yeah, really fun. That does look great. And, and we got to see yeah, a bit more of the Sasquatch, and uh, that looked cool. <laughs> Yeah, is is Chris Gorwich involved a bit with these guys in the production side, or is he just involved? Is he just involved the, in the kind of Santa ones? I mean, he is definitely. We know he is for sure with the Santa line, don't we? But yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he was helping out with maybe the same the factory, you know? Yeah, yeah. But these do look cool, yeah. But this is a kind of a line that I'd I might pick up one or two characters to fit into my collection. Uh, at a future Legions Con or, you know, if, if they were easily available at some place online, but I'm happy to wait. Well, they're big, bad, I suppose, exclusives, aren't they? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so if I was ever to do a big, bad order for something, uh, maybe throw one into the cart, one of one of the few. What, what would be your favourite of the ones that's revealed there? Uh, well, it's between Sasquatch and uh, the um, the werewolf. Uh, which, ah, yeah, yeah. Okay, both sculpts from other sources, but it's the way they're being used as well. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Very cool. And then, if uh, yeah, one I've forgotten to write, write down, but just came to me whilst we were talking, is uh, we got another preview of a bit more of a preview of the uh, Frazetta Dark Wolf figure. Oh yeah, that um, was one I was going to mention. Yeah. Uh, yeah so Eamon O'Donoghue was there from. He's actually a fellow Irishman. I don't know him at all, but. Uh, I know him from the Rose Google Dinner podcast back in the day. It was a He-Man podcast that actually Val Staples and Nate Barch were on. Right. Uh, regularly enough. Uh, it was a Val Staples, I think, was the main guy behind it. And Eamon was on it as well. And he's right. this very gregarious Irish guy. He's a very good artist. He did a lot of box art for the Revelation figures. He designs toys for Mezco. He's designed toys for Diamond Select. Uh, and he's obviously designed this one for... Uh, the Frasetta Girls, and it's been sculpted by somebody else who I don't know. Apologies to that person. And obviously, our very own Trevor One Six Shooter did the snappy snappy photos, and they are fantastic. And they definitely do make you want to get it. Well, I'd already pre-ordered it, uh, so yeah, it's just made me glad I pre-ordered it. <laughs> <laughs> very good. So it just made you made you feel smart. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. And uh, it was that sixty dollar figure, was it? Plus shipping, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah something bad. like that. Not too bad. No, well, I did the old get a second one to make the shipping feel less. Very good. Of the total cost, you know. Very good. I saw, I saw the production version there of Battle Cat from Mondo. Oh yes, that yes. was uh, sensational, and I've subsequently seen. Somebody on maybe the Cabal uh, poster, they have obviously received it in hand. Um, and it does look fantastic. Now, of course, everyone was posting any QC issues, blah, blah, blah. 
and some guy posted about paint issues and he showed a close up of the face. <laughs> and I was looking at the gun. I can't see what he's talking about. So he's just looking for problems so we can ignore him. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it looks amazing. Uh, well, and, and if you were to flop. have two Mondo figures now, you want the really good P Man and the really good Battle Cat. And as about you were uh, about to say, I just heard you say it. Uh, the flocked Panther. Was, oh, uh, oh. Not, not Panther. You know but, I love um, a flock. Yeah, Panther. Yeah. Panther, yeah, 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 yeah. You know I love a good flocked figure. Yeah. Yeah. Curtis has thrown his phone across the room now when I say <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. We just lost points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Null point pour les euros, les That's a Eurovision reference that you won't get. Um, so uh, that was, uh, yeah, that was fantastic. And uh, I believe also related to Paracon, uh, Mr. Kennedy, you got your uh, Demistrios figures in. I did, I did, fortunately. Avec or Sans Cape? Uh, with capes, with soft wow. goods, it was a bit of a relief because obviously it's a bit of a longer wait. It uh, is. It, it's a pain in the. Things. It's a pain in the Swiss roll if uh, yeah. if you don't get the cape when you're international. Um, just just a few more hoops, and and obviously a pain for the the company sending it if they have to send an international uh, package uh, with the replacement parts. So uh, win win for everybody there. Yeah. Um. And mini review get better than I expected, to be honest. Okay. I'm not sure. So what, I, I didn't, better I didn't in what way? It. Or was it was it just that um, you I think seeing some people's images of it, the armor I was a little bit disappointed by the look of it, but having received it in hand, the armor looks good. It's it's cool. Yeah, but I think in a lot of the pictures is, it looked a bit washed out washed out. And I think yeah. maybe, you know, I, I think phones often do they often overexpose things just so they make them look clear so well, i think i was also expecting more patina effect than maybe there was okay. um, but actually in hand it it, it works it's it, enough it's good yeah yeah and uh i love the the green head but i i would say to anyone who didn't get that green you're not you're not missing that much. Um, if you like a gimmick, then maybe. But but actually, the bone head that comes with it is is far superior. And yeah, that's my actually feeling. I'd da- yeah, and I'd, well, I dare say it's superior to the original Belfagor. Oh wow, that head as well. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um, but that's going a bit. That's going somewhere. Yeah, fair play. Yeah, it, I genuinely think so. Yeah, um, no. but I'm a sucker for the translucent plastic so he's going to have the green one for me <laughs> yeah well you know as i think i said to you you might uh, uh well you, you're probably gonna sell the second exclusive possibly in the future i don't know. To know i tend to I, my, my my inbox collector makes me like to have a complete yeah i got you but then like, you know so you might get a like that and... when they sell the regular version then you'll get one to display the bonehead on the shelf if you have space who knows who knows i'll uh I'm still utterly fascinated <laughs> with where this fits in to the yeah. to the thing that it's not a Legion's figure. Are we going to see more of these? Um, I'm assuming uh, the bio on it sort of say, makes the point. It's just its own thing, and it's uh, it's more of an homage to the sort of '80s cartoon villains. Um, I think hinting at someone like Skeletor, for example, but not exactly. Excuse me, not exactly Skeletor. Um, and uh, yeah, 
I think they'll just do that again on the, uh, the the normal release. Just I don't think they'll try and change it for to make it fit anymore. Okay. Oh, that would have been. I never thought of that. They might make it a Mythic Legions figure when they do the regular version. That would be fun. I don't think they might. I don't think they will. No, I don't think they will. But that's yeah. that would be a no. That would be a twist. I like it. Okay, so have you anything more to say about PowerCon, or shall we go on to the main event? No, yep, yep, I'm happy to move on if you are. Very good, well let's move on to uh, our little mini impressions of Wave 4 of Cosmic Legions, Oxcrew, Thraxon. So last week, at the end of the episode, we did a little make-or-show-of-ourselves predictions. So I thought that it would be fun to kick off tonight by running through this. And obviously with Rich unavailable this week, uh, we can't throw... Well, we can throw loads of shade at him maybe and make and just focus <laughs> on all the stuff that we said, right? Uh, that's it, that's but I didn't really... We can remember. I didn't really say who said what, except for a couple of things that were more obvious. Um... But uh, the first thing we said was uh, possibly going to make more use of the sentry build, and I think that got uh, that got dismissed straight away when we saw the second reveal of uh, these bigger space suits. So I think maybe smartly enough, uh, given given they've reused it a few times, they've moved away from the sentry and obviously invested in more tooling, which we will talk about. Um, so this one is, this definitely goes down to you, Mal. So Mal predicted lots of new parts, uh, including goblin parts. So I think uh, I think we'll give you a, well, it probably wasn't the most outrageous prediction ever. The goblin parts was definitely no. good. Yeah. Uh, we were, we well, were goblin compatible. They're not exactly goblin parts, are they? But No, but I think the lower legs are, that, that's I it, could yeah. see them on the goblin, yeah, for, for yeah, that guy. Yeah, for sure. Um, I suggested a possible mount or or beast type figure, so I think we can yeah, say yeah. not too bad there. Uh, we predicted a mech. No, no. I think the the oversized space suits and the teaser we got got us a bit carried away. Yeah, yeah. I could still see a mech in the future, maybe, uh, but definitely not now. We we talked about maybe wanting or. Uh, these little tiny small creatures like little aliens so we didn't get those we got some bigger maybe creature or creaturey aliens but yeah. uh, we didn't get small creatures that's maybe something for the future uh, robots we also talked about being like really robot robots so that didn't happen but again a brute scale we talked about shall we give ourselves something in the plus column for that yeah, I think because uh, Jeremy uh, on his show did sort of say he describes them as cosmic brute scale. He feels like that's the closest, the yeah. thing they're closest to. 
So, and and as we learned, I think, recently as well, I don't know if we mentioned, I'm sure we mentioned on the show when we were talking about whatever it was about, uh, that brute scale is kind of basically 1.0 compatible. Yeah. So yeah. when we talk about these slightly bigger spacesuits that are still 1.0 compatible, they could almost be brute scale. So yeah. not maybe the brute scale. I was th- I was thinking more brute scale for yeah. a creature, but let, let's not. I'll admit the same, know. but yeah. yeah. Uh, Rich did talk about uh, wanting a multi-headed character. So as in character with two or three heads, he talked about maybe the, was it the communications person having more than one head? That could still happen because we didn't get him, did we? Not yet. This is true. No, it was no. Cog. Uh, so I was actually waiting for him. Um, Rich didn't want any more generic 1.0 spacesuits, he said. That's, um, but they're not generic 1.0. I would say no, they're definitely spacesuits, though. I mean, we we won't say too much about it. We'll let him sort of talk about. Yeah, he'll himself. definitely. I think he still if anyone is a little bit interested in what Rich has had to say, we will definitely give him his piece uh, next week. So don't worry about that. Yeah. yeah. I was looking for a speeder bike or something similar, so n- didn't happen. No. no. Uh, we mentioned the possible heads pack. So I would say we've got an accessories pack, so I think we'll we'll take a half a point for that, will we? We've got a fair few heads with with a couple of characters as well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Um, No humans we predicted or or didn't think they would do. I think we were safe there. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, we were talking about duoderms and tetroderms and octoderms, multiple arms characters. Didn't happen. Yeah, nah. Uh, we've talked about it being extremely colourful, as is with Cosmic. So I think we, we got there. Yeah. Uh, Rich was really hoping for something with tentacles. So he was going really alien So I don't think we got quite there, Rich, but... Uh, not yet. Not yet. That will be down the road. We talked about possibly a Cronin race on the planet. So that could possibly still be for book two or three uh, of this. Uh, and it's worth mentioning that uh, the attendees of the presentation in, at PowerCon, they got a little badge uh, to attend the pa- to attend the reveal party. And it had three little squares on it, which was to represent book one, two and three for this uh, story. So we can say that uh, there is going to be more than one wave of the ox crew Thraxon, or this is Thraxon, so there's going to be more waves of the ox crew, so that's definitely fun to know. So, this as Jeremy said on his show, uh, we don't let a crew or a story be untold, so the crew will not be left without their missing members, so there's six of them, so we get the rest of the members in the next waves. Uh, and we'll obviously hear the rest of the story. He said probably next year you get the two waves, but at least one of them. So yeah, I think that's fair So enough. do you think we'll get two crew members per wave? Do you think that might be how they break that up? For the next two? I don't yeah. We got three this time, though. Oh, of course we did, didn't we? But we got a, uh, yeah. we got a smaller probably wave. I'd say book two is going to be smaller, like like uh, Alcatar yeah. book two. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So then it's, what do they focus on? Do they go three and three, maybe? And then the book, 
book three is going to maybe there's going to be something in the story by that stage that there'll be maybe the rescuers or the people that are coming to get them or something in book that's three. a good shaft yeah. that's a good shout yeah wild speculation but we should see <laughs> and far too early for it really eh? <laughs> but why? yeah but that's what we specialize in that's say. what we do, what we do. <laughs> <laughs> so moving right into the main event the main course yes. has been served yes. the first reveal was Thraxian Scout for $37 I would say Rich's first reaction when we talked about this was lizard I got my lizard it's yeah. not quite his lizard, but it's definitely on the way to being his lizard. Uh, very, yeah, very, very close. I think, I think if nothing else, it gives even greater optimism for what might come down the line from that perspective. But I mean, I, when I saw it, I was straight away, I was like, okay, we're, we're starting, we're starting strong. This is going to be, it's going to be interesting. Um, as they've said, it's sort of got that mythic slash. It, it is cosmic, but it could easily be repurposed for mythic. Um, yeah, I think this is a very good parts pack for them, for, for the yes. studio, shall we say, to make lots of characters in the future. This is definitely going to be a good investment on the tooling for them, for the, this guy. Yep. Um, a couple of interesting things Joe said on um, because Joe Vaspolo was on with Jeremy. He was, yeah, that was a good show. Enjoy that. Yeah, case. it always is. The pair of them are so good together. They, they should so actually probably teasing. do that together. That would be my yeah. future suggestion for them. Is I mean, obviously, it's easier. Jeremy has mythic conversations to just arrange yourself every week. I know dealing with uh, three of us, um, and obviously, you see that Mitch isn't available this week, uh, but. Yeah, I think it's cool to have someone to talk to. He also does when he when he has Big Dub on as well. There's always a great chat with him Big as Dub's well. Great, I yeah, love those really episodes. Insane, where it's insane. just another guest, but it's not a guest he's interviewing. It's just a guest that he's kind of chatting with, like we're chatting now. I think that, yeah. I love those and episodes. Well, well, him when him and Joe get together and they they do the the pop and swap very, and very the, good. Yeah. yeah, they're just very good at making you want. The figures. Yeah. Well, they're just two <laughs> fans that have got a bit enough. more access than the rest of us, that's, you know. That's it. That's it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so yeah. So what? What Joe said. He, he said uh, they've got a, the torso cut is a bit of a test on this character. There's no guarantee they'll continue to use it. They'll have to see how it works out and if it actually works for them in this one. And the other interesting bit was the shin pieces, the the lower legs. They're actually looking at the the bit that almost sort of works as the kneecap yeah. um, is actually a separate piece to the lower piece in these. Um, and they're, they're exploring how they can introduce another point of articulation there, which could be very interesting. That would be cool, yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I will say I'm not someone who needs super articulation. No, I, but I, it's, it's kind of something me. they could throw in without yeah. much without Change ruining that profile yeah. of the figure yeah 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 because i mean that's one of the big things that's drawn me to but legions is also it's just how good they look also if they did that and assuming the whole like the the port is the same size just use the lower legs for your little dwarf guys oh that is a very good shout that would be that nice wouldn't a very it? good shout yeah that yeah yeah that'd be cool so so that that would be useful um 
Yeah, when I saw this torso initially, I mean, I did see the the kind of cut in the middle of it that looks like, yeah, it looks like two separate pieces. But I still thought that they were using the uh, the Oleg Tiger torso somehow. Well, from the sounds of it, it is the Oleg uh, sculpt, but then with that additional Okay, so the Oleg one is glued together. Essentially, although it's it's not glued, is it? Because there's no joint in it. But no. Essentially, yeah. Okay, but it, the Oleg is two pieces. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so this guy is... Um, the armor is this... It's also this kind of wood texture. Uh, I could imagine that being repainted a little bit more like wood. Um, they suggested Joe and Jeremy, so I won't steal this for myself, but uh, I had to put it on Bryophytus, my favorite. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I miss that and I'm totally going to have to do that. Or your, fa- or your faunus maybe would look good yep. with that. Well, and I've you also got just have my, to um, dry brush it a bit lighter color maybe or something even. I've also got um, forest flare. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which of course flare, is, yeah. So, yeah, I could uh, I could add these bits oh, to him. Add them would, well, there's a second yeah. one sold, yeah. Yeah, well, I was already, already going to get a second one. So a <laughs> True, that's a third one then. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of Briophytus as well. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think there's a few of those characters that could do with a bit of. Uh, they could do with a bit of uh, jazzing oh, up in terms of the pauldrons and the armor yeah. Uh, yeah. to make them look a bit different. I can definitely see these uh, being used for the flock in the future. Yeah, I was looking at the tiger torso there in my shelf now. It it doesn't have that kind of uh, kind of upside down kind of semicircle cut in the middle of it at all. No, no, no. Um, but what I think it is, I think it'll have used the tiger sculpt and then sculpted it so that. Okay, so you think it's a, a new cut. tool? You know what I mean? It's it's yeah, still a new yeah, tool. Okay, yeah, gotcha. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. new tooling, but it's used. But it's based on the same sculpture. That's okay. that's what I think they were trying okay. to say. Yes. Okay, gotcha. I, I might have misunderstood completely, but that's no, but my understanding. I think that's fine. Yeah, for our purposes, that works. So yeah, apart from the armor pieces, so the standard armor, uh, like places where armor are the the forearms, the lower legs. Obviously, the the waist piece and the pauldrons, it's bare kind of uh, scaled figure, green. It's got two heads, so it's got the normal kind of placid looking kind of... It's kind of an alien lizard, so it's not really a lizard. It's it's something that looks a bit kind of uh, that kind of reptilian, but also very much alien. Yes. And the second head is just, yeah, where he's spitting goo at you or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, just after. It, you can imagine if you did a photo of that and you photoshopped a bit of like spray coming out of him. Yeah. You know, yeah. that could be, that could definitely be what it is. And he comes with a hands pack, pretty much, or half a hands pack. So again, if you're looking for those uh, type of reptilian arms or hands in green, Fill your boots with this guy. And I love the weapons. Just a bone club and a kind of a stick with a kind of a bone with kind of jaggedy uh, bits of bone coming out of it. Almost looks like it's a, a jawline, a jaw piece to something. It does, big. doesn't it? Yeah, maybe lower jaw of some sort of creature, yeah. That they've just kind of repurposed into a, a weapon. So a great, 
I mean, not a legion builder in that it's painted up, but you can definitely build a legion of these guys. And the story that they mentioned had basically three of them in the team attacking the 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 ship guys, the guys that have crashed in the ship and set up a base camp. So uh, that's incentivizing you to buy three if you want to recreate the story. So already a good start. Three for just over 100 quid. That's pretty good. It's not bad. It's not bad. So then we moved on to the first reveal that we hadn't been teased and this was Velox Spear Deluxe figure $48 and it's one of the main guys from the ship the kind of captain of the ship or the I don't think he's officially the captain but he's the kind of leader um, and he is a big huge spacesuit armor guy um, and he's 1.0 compatible they said except for the feet and hands and he's got a top McFarlane toe articulation and as we mentioned earlier cosmic brute scale is basically what they're saying for this yeah. so this is big bulky armor I mean if anyone was making space marines with uh, with the sentry and the science officer and, and the Oleg uh, Thigar the armored one they're probably going, mm, okay, I think I might need to wait. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They, they, these are much more, you sort of, if you, if you, if your inspirations, Warhammer 40,000, these yeah. are, these are very much these that, are very kind, much of that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think of the, the overall look of this guy, Mal? I, th- I think he's really cool. Um, I can't say he's one I need more than one of. Gotcha. Um, even though, I mean, I might, as I, you know, he might be one of those you get in hand and you start thinking, oh, I'd quite like to see this and do this and try this. Um, but he's a great, I think he's a great looking figure. I'm looking forward to having him on my shelf because uh, I think he'll be really striking. Yeah, so they, they did say that this, um, it's still going to be really articulated. I think they said 30, 38 points of articulation, possibly. So they still wanted to feel, even though it's a big, bulky chunky space guy that he looks uh, that he's going to be very much articulated uh, and feel just like kind of a regular 1.0 almost in terms of how you can play with him they originally sculpted this years ago as a four inch glass compatible figure so that was just cool uh, i think there's going to be an article soon coming up on source horseman so if you're interested in that uh, about the genesis of this figure and i know is is ramirez he even had pictures of the original four inch uh, figure so he was providing Jeremy with that stuff is as uh he's a original four horseman fan I would say so yeah OG uh yeah OG exactly so he's much wider and deeper than a regular character um and he, he they come with he comes with an extra two extra heads so he has the regular head which I'd say is this kind of He's not, it's not human. It's this kind of almost, it's a bit human-like head, but it's painted a bit more like a bit of a tiger type stripes, almost. Yeah. Kind of orangey um, with a beard. So kind of uh, a little bit animalistic, but still, uh, you know, it's not a human. 
uh, and then he comes with the helmet with the uh, faceplate, silver faceplate that makes it look a little bit like Cobra Commander, I would say. I and then another faceplate of just giving kind of a similar enough expression to the regular head. I was going to say, my initial thought when I see the pictures is I'll probably display it with the normal, like, you know, the humanoid face yeah. with the hood, because I like the, the use of that hood. Yeah, the kind of uh, helmet kind of hood thing that you yeah. can stick the faceplate into as well. Yeah, those faceplates vibe, doesn't it? Does doesn't it really? Yeah, yeah. They don't. They never. Yeah, if you see those NASA pictures in the suits, they they always have this kind of almost like like a race car driver as well. The kind of little thing. Um, and they say those faceplates are compatible with Elijah and Enoch. So yeah, if you want so you Templars could. in space, so the Templars of Doom <laughs> could be getting <laughs> a run out here, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> give him give him a nice uh, white paint job to yeah. do that template kind of style white and red yeah i'd say not to be total cheerleader here but i'm i don't really like the regular head doesn't do much for me might be better in hand but yeah it could have done with a different look but again that's just a personal preference but i have no problem with it but it's not like wowing me you know yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, if they're sculpting a new head, it's still just a kind of bald head with a beard yes. and a bit of funky paint. I think they could have done something even more interesting. Mm. But, you know, but it is what it is now. So, and we'd come on to the next character is related to this one. And yep. uh, the heads are pretty similar. I love the weapon, though. It's uh, yes. It's kind of the Vorga... Uh, almost kind of, uh, what would you say, that kind of big machine gun kind of weapon, but with an attachment at the front that's like a hacksaw. Because they mentioned that these characters are more kind of peaceful, kind of, you know, know, almost kind of, you know, explorers, kind of researchers, these type of people. Scavengers, perhaps, could be, although they're not seen as that, they kind of are. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Yeah, exactly. And the torch, I love this torch piece uh, that plugs in. That that has a lot of potential. And the torso is a chest plate. So again, they've really kind of gone with this chest plate kind of thing. And that's maybe unlocked a lot of sculpting for them. And I love that it has. Yeah. And underneath it all is still that original hip joint kind of you know with the ball peg coming out the top of it and the two little holes <laughs> it's amazing when you look at this figure and go wow yeah so that's kind of underpinning it all anything else to say about this guy mal no i think as, as i say uh, i can't say he's 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 not my favorite of the wave he's no. probably i mean saying least favorite makes it sound like i don't like him i think he's cool i'm looking forward to getting him um but yeah, I think some of the other reveals are more in, exciting and interesting to me. Does the deluxe price point kind of put you off a bit, or no? In terms all. of um, as as a one off character, as buying it as a one off character, no, I don't think at all. But maybe a stocking up on them because that's what stops me with the Olek deluxe. Yeah, I mean, I did end up buying an extra one of him. Um, one, yeah, but like bit... you know, four or five is a bit of a stretch yeah 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 although again 
I bought uh, multiple Sphexians, didn't I? But they're again, they're different. They, they are different. really they're different, a, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but these guys are different, but they're still. Oh yeah, they're cool. In, yeah, in, um, but yeah, I'm for, as as a one as you say because I'm only buying one. That forty eight dollars feels a decent, That's okay, reasonable yeah. price for them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just when they get to retail and they're more like sixty or a bit yeah, more, maybe yeah. sixty five, possibly. Oh, Although it, it does tend to be the that the price the difference goes on not too bad. It, that's it. So we'll compared see, to the I Legion guess. builders, yeah, 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 yeah. Because that fifty or forty-five or whatever it is for the Legion builders, as much as I've bought a couple that's more, a it does feel jump, very yeah. steep. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't feel too bad when they're selling when they start to get rare, but <laughs> when yeah, they're yeah. Ulria Spear, so she's a. Uh, 1.0 compatible again $48 for her and she is basically the the partner of Veloc and uh, she comes uh, with another one of those torches and she's in this kind of purple spacesuit again similar kind of spacesuit to him uh, slightly shorter I don't know exactly how they do this one do you remember from what they said? I think there's maybe slightly shorter thighs. Yeah, she's got the Avorga thighs. Okay, gotcha. Um, and yeah, it was, yeah, she had slightly, I, I did actually make a note of what differed, but I think I've, right, so yeah, so she differs in the legs, the torso, the feet, uh, belt piece. And I'm guessing the arms are slightly different as well. She is generally just, yeah, slightly smaller parts. I think I'm guessing it's it's again it's this 1.0 female, isn't it? That they're uh, yeah they've developed for for co- well at this point for cosmics, and I'm sure we'll see some of it in mythics too. She's still a fairly chunky figure, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. What do you think of the color scheme here here with her? Kind of purple. What did you think of that as well, that they have different color schemes? I thought that was a good idea. Um, the way it was sort of talked about as if as if these were a bit like Star Trek with they, they wear different shirts for different roles on the crew. That was kind of what they were suggest, suggested they'd tried to do. Yeah, with, that was good. And I really like that idea. Yeah, it gives, as, as, as again, as Jeremy said, it sort of gives a bit of variety to the characters whilst keeping you're able to do similarities in the in the armor let's call it the suit the outfit um the same but different isn't it you know it's that yeah. thing <laughs> um so it's good and i actually i like her slightly more than vela pardon me in terms of just that she's a bit more interesting for whatever reason oh really Oh yeah. What I do you find more small. interesting about her then? I think I think her head sculpt just is so striking. Um the fact that she is slightly different, smaller parts, it'll be interesting to see how they you know, how they've sort of done that. Um I don't know. I'm, yeah, there's just something about her. The colour's probably a part of it as well. Um, okay. Mm. But yeah, yeah, I do. I really, I actually really like her head sculpt on this one. The you know the plain one without the hood sort of thing. Yeah, gotcha. And then we have the uh, her 
accessories. So she comes with this kind of hand saw. Which is really cool. That really is like, really cool, yeah. yeah. I'd like yeah. to get a few of them. And yeah. then she has again the helmet and the two face plates. Yeah. So again, the first face plate just looks regularly like her face, but in the in the kind of helmety piece. And the second one is a really cool kind of helmeted face plate. Yeah, sort of a robotic looking face. Yeah. Uh that's my favourite of the two between the two figures. I really right, like that. Yeah. And she's again compatible with Elijah and Enoch. Yeah. With you know, I suppose he could with this type of figure, you could you could make it a male figure almost. Um she comes with pretty much a hands pack as well, loads of different hands and a kind of a tube and one of those torches and a gun. But again, they don't come with too many guns compared to, say, Wave 1, because they're more of a kind of exploration team. Her hands look like they are probably the same hands as um, Sentry and those ones. Oh, they do, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I was thinking with his his hands definitely looked bigger. Yes. So and she's I was thinking a of, mix. I was thinking if there was a closed fist, one of those that that could eventually lead them to their mythics uh, fisto tribute that would be cool yeah Yeah, i think if we ever get a brute scale kind of fist armored fist that that might eventually be put in a 1.0 figure as a as a fisto tribute because that's really what's preventing that tribute figure because we got the magnus head i mean come on that's obvious uh and then a very cool reveal i think this this caught people by surprise um, and it was very nice and it was already in the so there was pictures from PowerCon of this empty uh, kind of cabinet where they had it set up on the Friday morning ready for the revealed figures to come on the Saturday after being revealed on the Friday evening and they already had these pieces in there and it's the campsite communi- campsite communications and cargo collection for $25 and you get two crates, a generator and a trolley, a computer and two tubes. And it looks awesome for what it is. For $25, you, get a, you could even get a couple of them, maybe repaint the crate. Yeah. Uh, and wow. And the the lids come off the crates, so you can put little bits in them yeah. as well. So a little bit of playability there engine parts that goes in and out of the generator it does yeah if you've seen it yeah you might have seen it with you know you might see this as only almost three pieces because you got the engine on top of the trolley and then maybe the computer in one of the crates Uh, so uh, yeah but i just love this little kind of yeah that kind of brings the shelf together a bit more and you know a lot of us maybe are into our dios and either making them ourselves or we buy one off somebody that's really good at them um and so you got your background of your kind of space scene and then just these little extra bits really bring it together and also with the story then you know this is what they're at they've created a little base camp and they're trying to communicate to the outside world which is where we're getting these kind of logs uh, that Jeremy is is posting on the site to kind of fill us in more on the story, and I guess the computer is used for that, and the generator is powering everything, and then the crates are holding more of their supplies. So, yeah, this is what's kind of going to keep them alive until 
they get rescued. So how many of these are you going to get, Mal? Um, I'll probably get a couple of these. I think the price, I say a couple, possibly a couple more than a couple, but the price point feels really good for Hatworth. Well, we it? know they'll be top quality. It's funny because just recently I've been getting a hankering to find sort of, you know, cosmic-y bits that I could fill out bits of the shelf with just to add a bit more to it and never expected that the horseman would actually do it for, you know, and and these are these are yeah they're great I love them um, yeah. really chuffed we're getting it really great uh, can't wait to get them uh, not much more I think we can say about them other than other than that I'll also note that a future character we're going to talk about here in a minute or two is a demolitions expert uh, so I'd like to get his also uh, accessory pack would be fantastic so let's move on uh, and then. The next character that was revealed was Ukha, and he's $37, a regular price figure then. Uh, He's a scavenger, and he's basically an alien dude native to the planet as well. So we had the Thraxian Scout, which is native to the planet, and this is the second figure that we get revealed as native to the planet. And he's a real mishmash character. He's a uh, 2.0 character. character in terms of compatibility with other parts uh he's an alien guy he's got he's a completely orange kind of color uh lots of cool kind of light to light kind of yellow to orange shading on him um he's got a really long thick neck and then this kind of really alien head with these eyes kind of going out on the side um and a big mouth and he looks really cool I've got to say, when he was revealed, I thought, right, this is it. This is this isn't going to be my favourite of the wave. Yeah, he he isn't, <laughs> but I really really like. So, him. spoiler alert: it's one of the future reveals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a the story all progresses that the story that, that little progress, story all yeah. progresses. We do the other reveals, but yeah. So he's got yeah. new bare legs, and they they're they're two point scale. So yeah. you know, people are calling them cosmic goblin scale. For for Mythic, that definitely could be a possibility. Uh, would be cool. Um, and he's got two extra heads. So he's got one with the go- with his goggles on, and he's got one without the goggles on. And he also comes with an extra pair of goggles that you can hang around his neck or whatever when you display him with the goggles off head. So that's pretty cool. Um, I love the little backpack canister that he comes with. Well, did you hear Joe say that that little canister will actually be removable from the backpack? Oh, um, yeah, oh, that's cool. So that'll be really cool. Yeah, yeah. And that also um, gives them potential to reuse it. Yeah, in a different context. So love that. Um, he also comes with a like a man bag, so a little shat- satchel, <laughs> yep. and. The difference with this one is that you can open and close it. So you oh, can put little bits that. in it. You can put your lipstick in it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's very cool. Uh, he comes with basically a hands pack as well, eight eight hands. So, yep. you know, do all the posing that you like. Um, he comes with one pauldron and a really cool kind of spear with a kind of claw thing, which is modeled on... Eric Treadaway's 
garden tree cutter tool that he mentioned that they're actually passing around the studio to I each other that. when they need to <laughs> cut their trees. So I love this is a little bit of real world influence coming into this as well. <laughs> and it also just makes them seem like every other company where they're all just kind of, you know, friends. And he's like, oh, yeah, can I borrow your hedge yeah. cutter this week? Because <laughs> I don't need to buy one myself for just my few hedges. But if you could borrow it, if I could borrow it off you, that would save me a lot of hassle. So I love that. They're calling him the Thistlethorn of Cosmic. Do you think that's appropriate or, or right? Or, I mean, from from what they were saying, the reaction of people in the room was, I guess, I can see that. I, I can't say. Yeah, I mean, I think people have got an odd idea of what cute is, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was cool looking. Um, yeah. um, I can see him being popular, though, definitely. Yeah, he's definitely going to be popular, I'm sure. Um, he, he's he got a cool story in that he's he's not a bad guy. He's a native to the planet. He's curious. There, He's mad into these tech. And he's one of these creatures that uh, part of his tribe, he's the part of the tribe that when they find new technology, they're able to repair it and use it themselves. And he's actually, this part of the story is that he's actually helping the crew. Uh, initially, they don't trust him, obviously, because they've come across the Thraxian scout and they've seen that he's not friendly. So this guy mustn't be friendly either. But he actually helps them to repair some of their stuff and also helps them to fend off the Thraxians. So uh, lovely little twist on native, actually not a bad guy. Looks like he could be a bad guy, but is actually a good guy kind of thing. Maz Katana, that is a little bit of Maz Katana vibes from Star Wars off. Yes, yeah. yes, good shout. Yeah. Okay, let's move along again. Um, if I can click the right thing. And oh, here's my, one of my, I was pretty close. I'm, I'm a little bit mal on the shelf about my two favourites, but this is one of them. And it's Orvar. A deluxe figure, $48. Possibly the Cosmic Dwarf. I mean, d- cos- dwarfs in Cosmerium are obviously bigger than regular dwarfs, but in terms of the other figures, this one is dwarf scale compared to them. It's the lack of gravity. It helps them grow more. <laughs> true, true, true. So he's got a massive, massive big alien head. Uh, super cool luminous green alien think of the slug uh, paint scheme in terms of the color and you're pretty much there um and he's got two cool kind of sculpts one kind of angry with the mouth open and the kind of uh, jowls of his face kind of bulging and the other one where they're kind of gone back in but he's still got a bit of a skull because he is a cranky guy he's not happy at all what did they say? His two favourite things are blowing things up and complaining about his whole planet. <laughs> so they're really leaning into the dwarf type thing there. Yeah, the dower. The dower. So yeah, he's got uh, he's got kind of regular length arms, but shorter legs. So the short upper legs and lower legs and feet. So, and he's got a belt with a lot of explosives on it and a bubble helmet. So, very cool looking figure. What do you think of this guy, Mel? Well, when they revealed him, 
I immediately went, Ukar's not my favourite. Orvar's going to be my favourite. Yeah. He's not. <laughs> and it's not. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm but, think I'm, I think I'm getting For a close minute to there him. he was. Yeah. He was. Um, he was so cool, minute. though. Yeah, he's, he's so cool. That I love head. this I guy. love that head. Yeah, the head yeah. is amazing. Yeah, this is the type of stuff I want to see in Cosmic. Yeah, this kind of same, mad same. alien kind of heads. Same. This is totally unique. Um, I love that hammer as well. Yeah, a very it, all, cool it nods to the dwarf type of thing as well. Yeah, again, yeah. And uh, as you mentioned previously, he's a demolitions expert. So he's got a kind of a gun, but it looks more like a kind of mining type gun or i thought it was like a drill yeah almost like a drill yeah you're right he's got a couple of pairs of hands uh and a tube so yeah and he's a he's a kind of a burnt orange uh yeah yeah kind of scheme very cool with a bit of metallica or orange uh very cool looking so we got a space guy with blue yeah purple and now he um so he's the demolitions expert for the crew and he's got uh, this orange suit and I liked the way they explained the suits thing because I was kind of almost going to be a bit cranky on this show going oh why is the suits you know not a bit more battle damage didn't they crash crash this ship or you know kind of ex- escape from the wreckage but they were apparently in the part of the ship that wasn't really damaged and they were kind of uh, I would say almost like sleeping or kind of resting and they managed to just get their suits on and get out and kind of explore. So that's why they're not totally busted up and damaged. So that makes sense. Um, anything more in Orvar? No, I mean, he's great. He's, he's, he's great, very yeah. cool. The, you know, when I say he's not my pe- favourite, he's... Yeah, it's, it's close, isn't it? The yeah, chest yeah. piece is a bit bulky to maybe make a regular dwarf cosmic head. Yes. Um, they, yeah, Jeremy, uh, I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what the body actually looks like, whether it is that big wide piece or yeah. whether there's an overlay over another smaller torso. Like, you know, so it's almost a bigger, chunkier version of the sentries. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, and maybe you could get a, a third-party torso on it or even a sentry torso. So Orvar definitely be picking up a couple of him i love also the little uh paint on the kind of little circular bits on his torso it almost looks like glass doesn't it yes that's what yeah i was exactly that's what i was thinking very impressive also looks like we've got maybe a bit of hazard striping going on on some of the containers on his belt which is kind of cool oh yeah yeah well they are explosive so you know well that's it be careful need to be careful Okay, and then the next reveal came along, and that was another one I think that definitely got a bit of impact from the live audience there, and it's the Lowland Scapeback, and it's a creature, $42. Basically, most of the parts are 1.0 compatible. It's got front legs that are 1.0 arms, at least the the lower parts, and back legs that are 1.0 legs, again, the kind of lower parts. And the hands and feet are 1.0 compatible. And all the blue parts that you see on this figure is basically armor. That's what they said. So it's kind of, it's a kind of a bluish and kind of sandy yellow color scheme, almost kind of deep. And he's supposed to blend into the terrain that's there. So you can imagine that you're kind of walking along and then suddenly the terrain kind of wakes up and it's this thing. 
Um, so yeah, very cool. A creature, awesome. Very hard to see the scale from the pictures, but seeing it on the table with the other figures, it's a decent size. What did you think of this guy, Mal? So when he was revealed, it was out with uh, <laughs> uh, out with Orvar, and I was yeah. like, this is my favourite. I love this. They're not going to top this. <laughs> So they've picked them in the right order for you then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is what I love this guy. I think he's, yeah. I think he's excellent. Uh, he is, it is probably, I mean, there's only two left now, but he is probably 1B in terms of my favourites from the line. Um, and I just love him. I, th- I love the face. I think it's something completely different again. Um, something we've not seen in, I mean, okay, it's close to perhaps to the, the creatures that come, the bone creatures that come with um, Buolith. But I'd say it goes even further. It's something completely new and different. Um, I, I want more than one of him just because he just looks so cool. <laughs> yeah, he definitely does. And uh, yeah, I'd even love to see it in another colour scheme it's again in the future. Yes, which is possible. We might yeah. do. Um, yeah, we might do, yeah. I think we definitely will, but yeah. Yeah, yeah it would be cool. Um, yeah, it's 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 cool just just to add variety to the shelves and uh, creature. And again, if you don't like the creatures, that's fine. You don't need this guy, but uh, I like it as a as a bit of variety for the shelves, for sure. And uh, we'd see maybe we can put a creature, can put a figure on top of it. <laughs> then it is a mount, <laughs> but you I don't think it's meant to be. You know, these are more yeah. like massive dogs. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Lowlands Great Park, I think it's got our seal of approval. Definitely. I'm really pleased they're doing it. And then we thought, how are they going to top that? Um, and then they top that with Kern Ray. So, yeah, so she's a deluxe figure. Uh, but she's not a deluxe figure because she's $42. Uh, so it's a slightly elevated price point from the 37 which I can understand with the pieces but they were able to not push it to the 48 so they saved you 6 on the direct pre-order here which is very cool of them so this figure was revealed firstly with this helmet on this massive almost looks like a Star Wars probe droid helmet almost uh, this kind of massive lens at the front of it tubes coming out of it uh, big jacket with this really cool uh, kind of sandy uh, weathering at the bottom. Uh, the lower legs have boots. So she has the Mythic Legion's leather boots, 1.0 scale. So you might have seen them with Bardrick, for example. And the upper legs also continue those kind of, so they make them like the full Kind of almost knee-length leather boots. Yes, uh, immediately pirate boots yes. came to mind for me. Yeah, yeah, this was uh, taking boxes for you all the way down. Yeah, yeah. So this is the only figure in the wave with soft goods. Hard to believe the way they've been going with soft goods, but they definitely made up for it in the soft goods that she comes with. Jeremy mentioned on his live show, now, some would say he would do because he's the marketing manager of the company. But he said this is in line with kind of Mezco level soft goods in terms of the jacket and maybe even better. And Jeremy does collect a bit of Mezco. So 
you'd have to believe in there. So hopefully they managed to pull that off at the factory. So that is impressive. <laughs> um, Eric Treadway said he went for the wasteland aesthetic, kind of 80s sci-fi aesthetic. Um, and it's a 1.0 female, which is what we got onto. Because then they showed the next picture and it's her unhelmeted head without the jacket. And it's this whole figure is incredible, Mal. What do you think? Yeah, uh, uh, this is my favorite. This is 1A, you know, as I say, it's 1A, 1B for, for her and uh, the low landscape back. But she is, I think she, having said that the Sphexians are the best things in legions i think when she turns up she's going to be the best thing in the whole of legions the the that jacket is amazing uh all the parts uh, look fantastic i love the unhelmet i love the helmeted head and i love the unhelmeted head um I I I am also a big fan of whether it's an age thing but i'm also a big fan of that sort of mad max and I'm not sure Mad Max is even the best example of what they've done, but, uh, um, you know, that it's almost post-apocalyptic wasteland. It, it was almost, you know, without being too much of a film nerd about it, I'm guessing that these sort of sci-fi films were made because they could be low budget because they didn't have to have lot of, lots of effects. And she's got that vibe, and I love it. I love that vibe. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, that the jacket actually immediately made me think of like a, a commissar from it's got a sort of naval uh design or military design to it so it made me think of a like a commissar from warhammer 40k oh, yeah, so if anyone's yeah. brave enough to dye it black although i think they're sometimes <laughs> meant to be leather but um yeah we'll see how it comes out in the end but yeah yeah um but yeah she's she's incredible she's incredible figure so the unhelmeted head is this kind of blue hair with kind of uh almost like a ponytail that kind of goes down along the side of her head kind of strands on each side um she's got a couple of pauldrons so again one of the other figures with pauldrons in the line is a 1.0 female Uh, she's got two different pauldrons even though they're the same kind of design but one of the pauldrons has a kind of tech on the front of it um, she's got the Vorga backpack. She's got six hands, uh, so three antenna. pairs of hands. Pardon? With the additional the antenna, yeah. Yeah, that just makes it look so different. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Just jazzes it up a bit. She's yeah. got this kind of uh, weapon, this kind of uh, curved blade weapon, uh, and a kind of pair of binoculars, isn't it? A pair of binoculars. Even her yeah. skirt piece is green, yeah. but kind of this weathered sand, sandy piece. Yeah. Yeah. Which again is uh wonderful. Just wonderfully done. Um yeah, and she comes also with a little uh weapons belt. So yeah, there's there's so much value in this figure. And well I'm also if you notice she's got those those wrap that wrap type. Yeah, the wrists. Varg wraps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Do the second think... time this part has been used. Varg and this figure. Well, I was wondering, are they going to be exactly the same ones or will they be scaled down slightly for those arms? Oh, do you think? No, they're, they're look yeah, about the size. The yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Cool. I cool. think because even on Varg, they, 
they do kind of slenderize his arms a bit. So yeah, yeah. they're not bulky. Yeah. That's not a bulky part. So yeah, so Kern Ray is my favorite of the wave. Uh, yeah. Followed slow, very very closely by Orvar. Yeah. I'd say it's there's just You're too the, much good stuff with this with yeah. the le- with the leather or the the jacket. I don't know if it's a leather jacket, so I won't say that. The jacket, no. the parts. They're just two completely different but awesome looks. The this kind of wasteland, almost cowboy type kind of uh, adventurer. Yeah, just everything about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we will get into the lore of all these. They, they all these come with a great bio, with uh, with two part bio, almost a bio kind of talking about the figure and a bio which adds a bit to the story. And we'll put that together in our future Cosmic Legions lore series. We've got to do part three and probably part four at this stage, Mal, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We could probably perhaps mention, though, that she is the same race as Slygore. She is. Who's what? Yeah. Who's like the head of the ga- grave keepers. So. Yeah. So I like it. I like it as well. It's that kind of almost feline face. It is, isn't it? It's a bit cat-like. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah. And also, I, I think what was also worth mentioning was that uh, um, the was it Zeri and Vorga come from a sister planet uh, to yeah to Veloc and to Veloc and Ulria, yeah. So they're they're coming from, uh, and the planets almost sound the same in terms of uh, ending. Yeah, they're from Kerius. Yeah. And she is from Therius. Therius, Kerius. Yeah, so I knew there was a kind of... So so their sister planets, uh, which also kind of maybe explains some of the similarities between them. Yeah. And that also links together in the story. Some smart person uh, had Both already figured that out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well done to them. Following along closely. Um. So that is uh, Cosmic Legion's Wave Four. What do you think, Mal? Overall, I'm I'm very pleased. Um, I, I I think I'm you know I, I, whether it's been a fanboy or just along for the ride. I don't know. I'm I'm just I don't have expectations at this point of what they're going to do. I, I'm happy to sit back and see what we get and I'm loving everything we get in so far. Even even my you know, even my least favourite in this line. It's not that I think they're bad, I just some of the other stuff's more fun and better <laughs> in my mind. So Yeah, for sure. And and also, you know, this is the fun part of life. So we don't need to stress over this. It's Eric Treadway and Jeremy who need to stress about getting this into our hands and, and designing all this. We can sit back and watch the live reveal special. And we have our podcast about the lines and, uh, you know, we're supposed to enjoy this stuff. So if we can't enjoy a new reveal, then, uh, you know, we're we're barking up the wrong tree. Uh, so definitely love it. Um, slightly smaller la- a wave than I expected. Maybe yeah. pleasantly in a way. Yes. I mean, we can, all, we can always do with more figures, but... Uh, at this point in time, uh, maybe a $300 all-in was better than a $500 all-in. Can we say that? Yeah, although I must admit I'm tempted just to get two all-ins. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like multiples of every character. <laughs> well, again, there's the two that I'm not so fussed about at the moment, but if I'm yeah. going to get 
a second of everything else. Why not? You know? <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I was going to see. Yeah. So I saw, you know what? The shipping was not too bad for the all in for this. Did you, have you checked it out yet? No, no. I was going to wait till next month. Um, just, you know, I've, I've getting like the seconds and things in of the last wave i spent a lot of money this month so i was just gonna let uh, next payday happen and then order them <laughs> gotcha yeah no that makes sense yeah so the for me for an all-in the 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 price was 59 dollars for shipping that's to europe good, yeah. that's pretty good no yeah yeah so i'm just gonna have a look on the shop now for a bit of crack and see what what the price of two all-ins is for shipping <laughs> not to go too crazy but the problem is they'll ship in two separate shipments you know i was gonna say i think it, it, based on what was said previously does it work better just to order them as two separate all-ins maybe yeah this time but it would be interesting to find out oh, it won't let me I need to add another one to cart so this is good listening for you all <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> I'll chop some of it out don't worry so two all-ins shipping from the four horsemen to Europe so, $96 yeah, for two all-ins so it's yeah, pretty much double the price isn't it so. yeah so that's not really worth the hassle of one invoice no. so what I will do yeah. sorry Mal go no, I was going to say I was just checking out what the shipping was for me, and it's very much the same, fifty nine seventy nine. So. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. So what I was going to do for our listeners is order my all-in live online oh. on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How wrong could that go? Just so you all remember. <laughs> So, add to cart, Cosmic Legions, all in, wave, Oxcrew book run, Thraxon, Thraxon, baby. So, check out, this is how easy it is to get yourself into financial difficulty. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... But but in the words of the gambling, that gambling advert, when the fun stops, stop. <laughs> <laughs> when we have when we have made all the orders or all our money off you, then you stop the gambling. <laughs> so there we go. I've I've checked it in. Fifty nine seventy nine FedEx shipping. Nice. Nice. It's gone through. Orders being processed. There you go. You can check for horsemen. I ordered it on the time we record. You can check exactly when we recorded this podcast <laughs> by checking my order. It's ordered. I'm in. I'm all in on Cosmic nice. Legion's Way 4. Nice. I hope you are too. So, without Rich, we had a little bit less uh, time talking about stuff this week, but that was just Rich's part. Um, we hope you'll be back next week. I'm sure you'll have some availability. Um, so, have you anything more to say? No, uh, it's been a fun one. I, I love looking at the new reveals and chatting about them. So, uh, Absolutely, yeah, that's been, it's been good.
been good. It's been good. Yeah. Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed our thoughts on Cosmic Legion's Wave 4, Ox Crew, Book 1, Thraxon. We enjoyed it. We hope to be back next week with another fun episode of the Eurolegion's Cosmic Legion's podcast. 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 Don't go changing. <laughs>